Tell me if you have ever made this statement to anyone before. He made me feel X. And you can substitute X for, you know, choose any emotion you like. Or she made me feel Y. Again, same thing. He made me feel something. She made me feel a certain way. In today's video, I want to respond to a viewer question that I received that I think is very, very important when it comes to this question of how we deal when we feel like other people make us feel a certain way. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been helping men and women from all over the world overcome retroactive jealousy, overcome obsessive jealousy, and often save their relationships. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, you can find all the information you need at my website at retroactivejealousy.com. I got an email uh, or a comment, I don't remember, maybe, uh, I'm not sure which one. I got a comment from someone we'll call C, and C writes, how do I stop blaming my partner for the way I feel and using that as an excuse to resist addressing my own negative behavior? Okay, C. I mean, the timing of this comment uh, is interesting because, and the timing of this video is kind of interesting because I'm gonna use an example in my personal life to illustrate my broader perspective on this question of how we deal with the fact that we feel like other people make us feel a certain way. So moments ago, <laughs> I received uh, kind of a nasty email from a retroactive jealousy sufferer. By the way, when you're the retroactive jealousy guy, that is not uncommon because this is a very charged emotional issue for a lot of people and people often are projecting all kinds of nastiness onto you. They wanna project their thoughts and their fears and their anger and their pain onto someone else and sometimes that's me. Not fun, this is why I've outsourced a lot of my email. I don't mean to say that it happens all the time but it does happen, people projecting nonsense onto you. Anyway, I just received kind of a nasty email from a retroactive jealousy sufferer who made all kinds of assumptions that weren't true and projections about me. And initially, I had kind of a strong reaction to that, right? Because I'm human, I'm like everyone else. We're social to the core, we wanna be liked, we want other people to appreciate us, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously, it's not the, you know, the most fun experience in the world when you get this kind of an email. But how should I look at that situation? Should I look at that as, this person is making me feel bad? This person is making me feel sad? Absolutely not. This person is not making me feel anything. This person sent a nasty email. That's the extent of what they did. And this isn't to excuse what they did. This isn't to take them, you know, let them off the hook for being kind of a bad person, frankly. It isn't like that. It's simply to say that's all they did. That's all they're responsible for. They sent a nasty email out into the world. And my response to this email, my reaction to this email is 100% mine. 100% generated by me. And by the way, I can change my perspective and I can change my emotional reaction to this email. No one can make us feel anything. And we all use this expression. I've used this expression, you probably have too. He made me feel this, she made me feel that. Feelings aren't like you know, bullets from a gun that you can shoot at people and, and cause the you know, result that you're hoping for or cause a very specific emotion to occur in someone else. And again, this isn't to let people off the hook for being bad people, of course not. It is merely to say that our emotions are ours. And the only way we can start working on them and changing them where necessary is when we really accept responsibility and ownership of them. So no one can make you feel a certain way. There are two things that happen in life. There's an event, and there's our response or our reaction to that event. But our response, our reaction is not embedded within the event itself. That event doesn't have that power over us because our response, our reaction to this event is a separate thing over here. 
that we have a tremendous degree of control over, a tremendous degree of power over. This was the great insight uh, of Viktor Frankl, that's F-R-A-N-K-L, who wrote a book called Man's Search for Meaning. Now, Viktor Frankl was a Holocaust survivor of the Jewish Holocaust um, in Europe uh, in World War II. Inarguably one of the worst catastrophes in human history. Millions and millions of people died. Uh, it was an absolute nightmare. The worst conditions you know, man has ever experienced. It was absolutely awful. And anyway, to cut a very long story short, although read his book, Man's Search for Meaning, the basic gist of the book is they can take everything away from you. They can take away your home. They can take away your family. They can take away your clothes. They can starve you. They can not give you enough water to drink. They can take away your freedom but they can't take away your perspective. They can't take away your freedom, your inherent freedom to choose which perspectives you want to adopt based on the situation you're in. To choose the thoughts that you choose to have on whichever situation you're in in life, no matter how horrible it is. And reading Man's Search for Meaning uh, is a very humbling experience, frankly, or at least it was for me. And it also helps to kind of put all your problems in perspective and frankly, help you create new and better reactions when you're faced with a challenge in life, such as your partner doing something that isn't so nice or someone, someone sends you a nasty email or whatever. If Viktor Frankl can do that and choose his perspectives and have that insight in the middle of the Holocaust, I think I can respond in a better way to this nasty email that someone wrote me. Because by the way, that nasty email that this person wrote me has nothing to do with me. That person doesn't know me. They've had extremely limited interactions with me. They know a guy on YouTube or they know a, a guy who has a blog or whatever. They don't know who I am. And they're going through all kinds of challenges that I have no idea about. You know, maybe their husband just threatened to break up with them. Or maybe they have a, a child who's sick. I mean, these are just examples. Maybe they just lost their job. I have no idea. It's not about me, right? And that's the whole point is to realize that so many of our interactions with other people that are disappointing, or frustrating or even painful on the surface actually have nothing to do with us, you know? My mother often reminded me that, you know, everyone is fighting their own battle that we have no idea about. So when that idiot cuts you off in traffic or someone's rude to you in line at the bank or you get a nasty email from someone, I keep bringing that up, whenever it happens, you know, as much as possible, don't take it personally because it's not personal. It's not about you, it's about them. And so these are just a couple of ideas that will hopefully help you, you know, in dealing with situations and feeling like your partner's making you feel a certain way. You know, remembering that no one can make you feel anything. You choose your reactions to a considerable degree and you can at least change your perspective, change your emotions and try to change your response to different challenges and different events when they come up. Realizing that you can't take things personally because they're not personal. Furthermore, if you're using your partner as an you know, excuse or your partner's behavior as an excuse, to act in ways that you yourself deem negative, that's a pretty good indication that you need to take greater ownership of your own thoughts, your own actions, your own behavior. Realizing that similar to the fact that no one can make you feel anything, no one can make you do anything either. Not really, not when it comes to emotional responses. And frankly, your situation will not improve until you take personal ownership, personal responsibility for your actions and for your words. Nothing will improve in your situation until then. The people who get locked in just nightmare marriages and nightmare relationships that go on for far too long where there's endless chaos and drama and fighting is when no one takes ownership. And it only takes one person to change the dynamic in any two-person relationship, right? Again, this is not to absolve your partner from responsibility. I'm quite sure they have their own work to do. 
but you can't take ownership of their work for them. You can only take ownership of your own thoughts, your own actions, your own work that you need to do on yourself. And nothing in your life will improve until you take 100% personal responsibility, personal ownership for your situation in life. There's not much I know for 100% certain, but that's certainly one of the things that I'm quite confident saying I know for sure. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.